Hey everyone, welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm Robert Reed. scared Reed. the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I scared the shit out of me. Today's date is September 22nd. This is episode number 90. What's going on, Jay? Hi, how are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, are you, are you? Have you recovered yet from me scaring you? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I'm definitely still a little startled. I am... I'll make two. I'm in... A different setup than usual we're doing some construction yeah. on our house and so i have all of my stuff moved up i'm doing this in the dining room and i'm wow just, and it's you all don't sound any different that's the crazy thing well i've got my mic and everything still i just moved it all gotcha. up here but uh i'm a, if i get a little out of sorts that's why it's because i'm out of my element i was proud oh, i need to find this okay so first things first there's this, uh, like, there we go. It's a podcast. Are you trying not to say like <laughs> I'm right trying now? not to say doing? like, and that's what I'm getting to, is there's a some sort of podcast aggregator or something like that called Podbean. And I guess I may, I guess I must have submitted our podcast to it around okay. the time when we first created it or something like that. Because I don't really remember it, but but they have my email address, so I think I must have probably submitted it there. And because uh, I because I got an email from them, and it says you got new comments on your podcast. This was a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and the comment the comment is like if you like the word like, then like this would be like <laughs> the best podcast like for you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> I thought to myself, this person actually has a point. So I'm gonna go. One time I did try to uh, cut. I back do remember that. On the word, like it lasted about ten minutes. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But I am gonna try to. Uh, I, I think I was like after I heard that. There I go. After I heard this. Um, after I read this, and I was. It was. I think it was right before I was editing the last episode. And then, of course, I couldn't stop hearing it the whole time. And, uh, yeah, I do say it a whole bunch. So I am going to try to, to watch myself a little bit. So, so if I do a thing where I pause, that means I'm trying to think of a different word to say, basically. What do you like mean, though? Like, <laughs> Cause I, I do, too. I, mean, I use it as an approximation. So I'll use it to say, like, <laughs> something along the lines of if if I say so for instance if I say you know it was like red then what I mean by that is it it was you could say it was red but it may not have been exactly red it could have been orangey red or neon red or something along those lines I, I think I when I say that I'm trying to give do myself you really think, leeway do you really think people matter, care that much uh, I don't think they do as, as much as this person did but I do think it. I think it would be I think it would improve the podcast overall if I if I was able to back off a little bit. What's this? I got you. I mean, it's also better for you as well. I mean, you read a lot too. That's that's what's interesting to me is I know you have the vocabulary, you have the tools. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think it's yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't really know what it exactly. Means, I, I but... think you should not put not focus on it so much because you're gonna end up going crazy. <laughs> I probably will. Just saying. We'll see how we'll see what happens. I'm gonna try. And we'll go from there. How about that? All right. And like stuff. <laughs> okay. Now, with that out of the way, do you have anything else? Because I got a cool idea that I'm going to have us do right now. No. 
All right, this is what we're going to do. So I was thinking about this, and I w- the, what got me first thinking about this was I was um, looking through my Steam catalog because I've, I've got, like, way too many games, like, in my backlog. And I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll just, like, uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I was thinking Sorry. maybe I'll just somehow randomly pick one. Like I'll put in a number into a randomizer and see what comes out and like count how many games and pick that one. And then I was sort of thinking, what if we did that somehow on the podcast where we where we were somehow able to completely randomly pick a game for us to play out of all the games that are, that, that we have access to in one way or another. Uh, and just instead of us picking one or forcing somebody or forcing the other person to play one, then oh, speaking of that, speaking way, of the, yeah, how's that? That game is really hard to find a ROM for. I've downloaded three so far, and they were all they were all bad. That game is oh, not really? easy to find. Yeah, I, I was reading about it too. People online were saying like, it, what it, what it is? I think is it, it's so. This the, is Metal the, Gear Solid Two, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the crazy thing is. I believe it's a compatibility issue with my emulator, but it's like okay. the best working emulator I've found. So I don't know. I, I it's gonna take me some time. Um, I was so annoyed. I downloaded three different ones, and you... they they download. They're they're like three gigs, and it takes three hours to download. The websites choke you when you're downloading the ROMs. Okay. It just takes forever. Do you have a PS2 or PS3? PS2 like... and three actually at, at my disposal. I I will literally just send you this game. That's how bad I want to hear. Yeah, uh, if you want to. Well, yeah, I'll pay for shipping. I don't give a shit. Oh. No, I'll just do it. Uh, help, just help me remember or I'll, I'll write a note to myself. But um, yeah, if you're having trouble, then I would happily just send it to you just because I want give me, to Give me it. one more day on it. Okay. Let me see if I can find something. Usually when I get stumped like this, I end up finding a really good one. Okay. It takes time. All right. Well, that's good to know. But uh, so anyway, as I was saying... I thought it would be cool instead of like just for a change if we somehow just got an entirely random ass game, just pulling out a no, just pulled out of nowhere, for us to uh, or like one for me and one for you. Are you down for this? Yeah, I'm down. You, okay. you mean to play right now? Or no, just... no, no, not like right this okay. second, but just just making sure. Like for some future episode. Sure, I'd be down. Um, I probably won't be able to get to mine very soon because I've got like. A few that I've already played, and then since we're doing a construction, I have limited. I'm limited to certain. I only pulled. I only kept out a few consoles, and like the other ones are in storage. But uh, I think what we'll do is we'll do this now because I'm kind of excited and I want to go and just do it now. But then we'll have maybe an episode in two months or something like that where we both will talk about the the random games that we got assigned. Does that sound good to you? Sounds good to me. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds super cool. Okay, so this is how we're going to do this. I think this is going to be the best way. And we might have to do it a couple times to, to find one that we are actually that we actually feel confident we're going to be able to get in some form. So okay. what we're going to do is start off, to start off is come up with the consoles that we have access to. So for me, that's going to be the consoles that I own. And for you, that's yeah, going to be... PS2, I can pretty much get anything uh, within reason. I would say anything PS2 and older. I don't have an Xbox One. So whatever you whatever you have or whatever you have a 
an emulator for? Just any of those? Sure. So, uh, general, yeah, pretty much PS2 and older. Okay, so do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Oh, you go first. I want to see what comes out of this. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I have um, random.org pulled up, and I'm going to type in... Uh, all, I, I came up with a list. I haven't put them. I haven't put them in here yet. But I came up with a list of all of the consoles that I have because I'm going to do mine on an actual sure. console because I don't really like uh, messing around with emulators. So these are the ones I'm doing: Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, GameCube, Genesis, NES, PC, PS1, PS2, Sega cool. CD, SNES. Yeah, I think this is gonna. I think this is cool. I think this is gonna be fun. All right, so those are the ones. So first, I'm gonna do this, and then, and then after I randomize which console, then I'm gonna start randomizing the name of the game by doing basically one letter at a time. So I've got all these typed in. I'm hitting the randomizer button, and okay, so PS1. So I'm gonna be playing a PS1 game. Watch this Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. All right, so I've got that now. I'm going to keep that open and do this in a new tab just so I don't lose it. Now, what I'm going to do is type in every letter in the alphabet, including, well, uh, in, uh, in addition to that, I'm going to also type in space because I thought of, like, what if there was a game and it was just one letter? It was, like, the letter T or something. Then how do you know if you stop there or you keep going? Yeah. So if you get space... Especially if you see a lot of those, right? <laughs> Yeah, right. No, yeah, I know there's not, but I'm just kind of thinking of all cases. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to randomize one letter at a time. So the first letter, if I get B, then it's going to narrow down to all of the games for PS1 that start with a B. Then I'm going to randomize it again and then say it's like F or something stupid like that. And there's no game that starts with a BF. Then I'll just do it until I do get something that that there's a subset of games for that start with B, A, for instance, or something like that. Mm -hmm. You get you kind of get what I'm saying? So I'm going to pull up Wikipedia's list of all PlayStation 1 games. I can't I, I, it still kind of amazes me that we ha that there are these types of lists on Wikipedia. I know. And you know some guy was just like on a Saturday like I'm bored. <laughs> all right, I have Oh, and you know what? Actually, I need to include numbers also. Okay. Randomize. So, the game I'm going to play is going to start with a C is what I got. So I'm going to the C section. Now I'm going to randomize again and see what the second letter is. Second letter is J. There's probably not a CJ, but there might be. Let me double check. And then we're also going to have to see, like I said, if there's going to be any way in hell to get whatever game we end up with. And if not, we might have to do it over. Okay, there's no CJ, so I'm going to randomize it again. So CB, I'm guessing there's no CB, but I am going to look. All right, no CB. Once again, C0, nope. Yeah, CR, okay, I'm sure there are plenty of CRs. Okay, here we go, CRI. So there are, It's. it looks like there are, okay, this is, okay, I'm going to narrow it down. Since there are only seven of these, there's, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games that start with CRI. So what I'm going to do, I'm not going to say what they are yet, but I'm just going to pick these and see what the next letter is and only randomize from those letters. I hope this is not super boring to listen to. I may have to cut <laughs> part of this out. It's interesting that it's... Yeah. 
Alright, CMST. Randomize. Alright, M. There are three with M. Uh, we got... And they all, all the, they're all, they're all the word crime, and then it's whatever the next one starts with. This is good. This is maybe going to be hilarious because two of these have really stupid names. All right, C and K are, is all we have left. Uh, I got C, and there's two of those. All right, I'm gonna narrow it down with a number because it's just one game, and it's actually I'm, since there's, it, I've narrowed it down to two games. It's one game and it's sequel. I'm just gonna go with the original one, so we don't have to spend too much time. So the game I got is for PS1 called Crime Crackers. You know Crime Crackers, right? I, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you said it, and I was like, does he know this game? <laughs> I have never... What the f... Okay, this actually looks kind of interesting, potentially. Oh, I just realized I have them all... Okay, all right. I'm going to... All right. I am going to... Uh, Look on eBay, see if I can find a copy of Crime Crackers for PS1. I won't do that. I won't spend time on the podcast doing that. I'll kind of do it in the background, though. Let's do a second. Yeah, I was going to say, let's do, let's do a second one, because maybe... All right, all right, keep going. Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... Well, I'm I'm already looking it up right now. I th it looks like... Gotcha. Well, I'll figure it out. And if not, then I'll just kind of do... I'll do it again in the background while you're talking or something like that about your game, and I'll come that's up good. with a second one if I can't find it. I don't want to waste too much of our uh, listeners' time. But, um... Oh, you know what? It looks like this may be a Japan-only game. So I think I will probably have to pick another one. But I'll, I'll figure it out. So let's do you now. So, consoles. So I'm going to do randomize. You get Game Boy Advance. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Okay. The first letter is M. As in Michael? Yeah. Okay. I, I was going to say Moo Cow, but that'll work. Next letter. Q. <laughs> yeah. R. Oh, man. If there's some misters. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, I really hope that there is one of these. There is. There's two. <laughs> okay. Um, there's only two of these, so I'm just going to pick the two letters and randomize between those. It's D or N, okay? Okay. You ready for this? Yep. Hold on. Okay, D or N. You get N. <laughs> Mr. Nuts with a Z. For Game Boy Advance? Interesting. <laughs> yes. All right. I like it. I like uh, it. Mr. Nuts. I got to look up this real quick. Game Boy Advance, Mr. Nuts. Oh, it's like a, it's like a squirrel. It's like a squirrel okay, game. Okay, that would make sense, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so you've got Mr. Nuts. I've got Crime Crackers, but I'm probably going to... Yeah, this is a Japanese game. There's no way I'm going to be able to play this. I'll, I'll grab another uh, one. I'll start with PS1 just like I did and probably even stick with the C section and then uh, start over on the rest of those again, kind of in the background while, while we're talking. I'll come up with something else throughout the course of the podcast. Uh, and if you can't find a ROM for Mr. Nuts... I would assume so. You can find ROMs from majority of the games. I okay, I, I don't get started. We'll get one of the first ones I've had issues with. Okay, that's cool. If if you can't, then we'll just pick another one over the next like you know couple weeks or something. But it sounds like it shouldn't gotcha. be a problem. Okay, that's that's my random little sidetrack there. You want to go? You want to go into news? Sure. What do you got? I got uh, 
The NES Classic is coming back. Oh, yeah, I did hear something about that. Apparently, Nintendo actually did something sensible for once. And decided that... Well, they had this announcement that they are going to have more SNES Classics at launch than they produced over the entire, albeit short, lifetime of the regular NES Classic. And they're also going to be making them for longer than they originally thought. Listen to this. The original plan for the SNES Classic was to only produce them throughout until the end of this year. Like, what? <laughs> exactly. Once again. Once again. So so they had this press release saying that, hey, we're going to have, first off, we're going to have a bunch more at launch. Second of all, we're actually going to make them longer than just the end of the year. So that's good, Nintendo. Good job. And then they also were like, oh, and by the way, we're going to start producing the NES Classic again. So there was, I know you remember, for any of our listeners who don't remember, oh, yeah. the big fiasco last year when the NES Classic came out was, after a few months, Nintendo basically said, well, that's all the ones we're making. Sorry. Yeah, that's pretty much how they said it, too. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Sorry if you didn't get one. The 90% of you that, that wanted one. My coworker, so, who knows nothing about it, got one. <laughs> oh, your coworker did? Damn. Yeah, she got one. I was talking about it. Like, she's like, I remember this. I'm like, how did you get one? So, they're they're slowly figuring things out, maybe. So that's good that, that there's going to be more Super Nintendo Classics, and well, there's going to be a fair number at least of Super Nintendo Classics and more Nintendo uh, NES Classics to come. But they're not. I don't think uh, the NES Classics they're not gonna they're not actually coming back until next summer. So that's still yeah, kind of a bummer. That sounds about right. But yeah, it's it is, I mean, right. it's good that they're doing. It. That was actually my first thought when I saw this NES relaunch. I'm like, why are they doing that? Why not just do the regular Nintendo as well? Like again, fix fix what you did wrong. Well, here we are. And uh, that's actually all the news that I've got. Wow. So. Uh, anything else going on? I don't know. I don't think there's really anything. Nothing much. No, not really. So uh, you want to move on to games then? Sure. All right, I've got randomizer pulled up, so I might as well use it. What's funny is, uh, like, when I, I started playing this game again, I played this game a couple times, and uh-huh. uh, I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna say it until you make this. Okay, you're going first. Oh, perfect. So I thought I talked about this on the podcast before, but maybe it was just in you know, a top something that we were talked about in depth or something. Um, but this is a 2002 Game Boy Advance. That's why I thought it was really funny that you picked Game Boy Advance for me because my game today was Game Boy Advance. <laughs> um, this is the Pokemon set Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, um, this, okay. I think this was like the third or fourth installment of, of the, the Game Boy series. Okay. Because there's red, blue, yellow, and then there was silver and gold. And I think there's, and then this one, yeah, and then diamond. I think that's right. Uh, so the first time I played this game, um, I did it with a coworker of mine. This is like five or six years ago. And we did what's called the Nuzlocke, which is sort of like a hardcore mode of Pokemon. And the way it works is your first Pokemon is random. Your initial starting Pokemon, you have to randomly pick between the three. And then every time you enter a new zone, the first Pokemon you encounter, you have to capture. And that's the only Pokemon you're allowed to capture. If a Pokemon dies, you have to delete it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And so him and I were having a race to see if you beat it first. It it was very fun, but there were those times where you would just end up losing your main Pokemon. You have to start over. 
Okay. And you're just you're just fucked. I mean, you you have to start from the very very beginning. So that was my first experience with Sapphire. I've played silver. I played gold uh, <laughs> from top to bottom. Same with uh, red, blue, and yellow. Okay. Uh, this one I have. I, I played through majority of it. My my coworker and I ended up both giving up because we kept just losing halfway through at a certain part. Um, but this game is. When was it that you did that? Oh, probably like six or seven years ago, maybe. That's awesome. It was like two jobs ago. Uh huh. So the reason I remember it specifically is because I was at a specific building. That's why I remember <laughs> the details of it. Um, yeah, we had some really frustrating times because we were we were working at a call center and I was sitting there. And we really didn't we didn't research the game at all. So we just kind of picked our starting poke or we got our random starting Pokemon, and we'd be kind of like guessing as we're going into gyms. We're like, oh, is this a rock type gym? Okay, well, my I have you know a, a lightning type Pokemon. This is bad, or you know, however 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 it came out to be. Like you would get to a gym, be like, oh, this could be a paper rock. So just, but I'd be on the phone or or my my coworker would be on the phone, and you would just I would just hear in his voice be like, thank you for calling. How can I help you today? Because the main Pokemon just died. And, He's starting over in That's the middle awesome. of a shift. Yeah, I would do the same thing. He's just like, I just want to hang up on everybody right now. I just lost my main Pokemon. Like, oh, oh that's great. I'm 22 hours deep. Oh, yeah. Just so funny. <laughs> um, but Pokemon uh, Ruby and Sapphire, again, for the Game Boy Advance, came out in uh, 2000, 2002. Uh, this one, I, I really don't know that many of the Pokemon uh, beyond the one that I've seen from this generation. Uh, I know the silver and gold really well. I know red, blue, yellow, obviously, because that's like the OG. Uh, mm-hmm. But I really don't know a lot of the Pokemon. And, and so far, I've been kind of disappointed. Like, the creativity and the names are just kind of stupid. Like, majority of the Pokemon just look like uh, redheaded stepchildren of original <laughs> Pokemon. Like, they're, they're just goofy looking. And I, I don't know. I, 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 go, I get urges to play Pokemon every once in a while. And I'm usually like, eh, I won't really enjoy it. Like, I, I just, I'm just getting that craving. But this time, I, I did enjoy the game, the, though the Pokemon were kind of kind of lame. Uh, but the game, it starts off well. It, it doesn't waste any time, which is one of my big, bigger complaints about the older generation ones. Is You would start the game, you'd have to talk to your mom, you'd have to do some stupid little intro thing. Then you have to talk to your, your best friend who lives next door, and then mm-hmm. you guys are hanging out, and then you go back to your mom, and then something happens and you wake up, and, and then you're in Earthbound. Just <laughs> so and then you, then you leave your house and then you go into the fields and you get a fight and some some bullshit happens. This one happens pretty quick. You you basically go through like a real quick intro and then you're pretty much on your way. And it's nice because you know the, the storyline of Pokemon is the same as always. It's always you're you're the one. You're the trainer. Right. You have to do all this stuff. Blah blah blah. But one thing I will say uh, in comparison to the older ones is some of the abilities are pretty cool there actually is some strategy to it and the old ones it was okay this pokemon's weak to this element or this pokemon doesn't have elemental weakness or ghost pokemon are over overpowered and you should pick them up as much as possible it was pretty straightforward uh, i'm sure this one has similar cases but my experience so far with the abilities has actually been pretty cool there's a couple abilities that i have on some of my pokemon that if it's the first attack of the fight it does more damage Okay. And I gave him an item called the Quick Claw, which makes him attack first. So this Pokemon always uses this ability. And if you try to use the ability when it's not, you're not the first move of the fight, it just fails. It does nothing. So <laughs> you only use it once at the beginning of every fight. And it does a lot of damage. And the best part about so it is... So you're only allowed fight. to use it on the first... Yeah, exactly. Wow, okay. But the reason you use it is because it causes an effect called flinching, which means the other Pokemon flinches and he skips his turn. So if you put the Quick Claw on a Pokemon that has this ability, and then he uses it at the beginning of the fight, it does, like, Pokemon equivalent level, like 30 35% of their health, and it causes them to flinch. So you essentially skip the first round of their attack or anything, and they're at 75% health. Really cool ability. 
That's uh, awesome. The other, the other thing I really like so far is the how do I put I, I want to say it's like a warlock from WoW. This is like the best comparison is like this damage over time concept. In the older ones, the damage over time abilities, generally speaking, weren't very good in 1v1s. They were really annoying on you because if you got poisoned and you walked around, your Pokemon would faint and you would lose. But okay. in this one, uh, a lot of the dot type abilities are very, very powerful. In particular, one of my Pokemon has Leech Seed, which everybody knows you drop the seed in the other Pokemon. Every time it's your, at the end of your turn, he takes damage and you heal for that amount, right? So this Pokemon, I, he is he's the biggest just pain in the ass for the opponent ever. I start the fight by leech seeding, okay? So at the end of every turn, I leech some of his health. Every, at the end of each of my turns per round. Then I put Paralyze on him. So he has like a percentage chance to just fail his turn. And then he has Absorb, which is just a drain life ability. So in my turn, I can Absorb, drain some of his health. Leech seed procs, I drain some of his health. He then skips his turn because he gets paralyzed. And guess what? It's my turn. And then his last ability is this really cool ability. I don't know the name of it, but it's... Its effect is dependent on the terrain you're in, which I found to be very oh, cool. interesting, especially for, yeah, it, it, it's a cool concept. So if you're in a cave, it may do something that does da- it does a lot of damage to ghost-type Pokemon. Okay. Or if you're out in the open and you're not in any marshes, you might get Swift Attack, which is just a very high attack speed but low damaging ability. Or in certain areas, I was getting Earthquake. It's completely dependent on the rain terrain, and you kind of get a feel for what it's going to be based on, obviously, where you are. So I have six Pokemon right now. I pretty much, every time I find a new Pokemon, I get rid of my other ones. I usually just bank them and just start leveling that one, just exploring and just kind of seeing uh, all the different types of Pokemon there are so far and the abilities. And so far, they've been really cool. I, I like the fact that the fights are not as spammy. You're not just sitting there hitting Ember or hitting Normal Attack or whatever it is just to burn through some fights. They definitely reduce the number of... Uh, random encounters, at least my feeling so far, which is one of my biggest complaints is because you, you really don't care about the battles when there's a hundred between you and the next town. But if there's like a select number of them and the mobs are a little bit different, then it becomes more fun. Otherwise, you're literally just mashing one button, trying to get to the other town, and then you get into the gym and you're like, okay, now this is where I actually have to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Difficulty-wise, Pokemon game. It's not difficult. Uh, that doesn't really interest me if I... That's not why I play this game. It's not not a difficult game by any means. Gotcha. Um, graphics, pretty good. There, I think this is the last one that was not for the 3D. Uh, sorry, for the two-screen uh, handhelds. So it's really easy to emulate. The ones that have like the split screens for the 3DS and stuff, those ones are really hard to emulate. So this... Oh, yeah, I can see that. This one's really good for emulation. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was pretty cool. Um, they have the, the usual mechanics of the berries, which... I found it to be kind of annoying and kind of tedious, but cool concept. Um, I think what else is really interesting or unique about this game? Items were pretty straightforward. Yeah, so far, I mean, it's it's been your typical Pokemon game where you will get to a dead end where you need a new ability, and then you go to a specific gym or you go across the world, and then you fight, fight the gym leader. He gives you the ability to use an outdoor type ability to break through, like cut to cut down trees or like rock smash to smash rocks. Uh, about halfway through, or a little bit more, I have a little over halfway uh, the number of badges you need for the game. And uh, it's going pretty smoothly. I think I've died maybe once, and it was to some bullshit, like an opening attack critical or something. Uh, which can happen. How are the uh, monsters? Yeah. The monsters? You mean the other Pokemon? <laughs> they don't call them monsters? Mm, they no. call them pocket monsters. Yeah, I, they don't, I, I, they like really, I said. I guess, I guess they are just all called Pokemon. I'm trying to see if I can find some of the dumbass Pokemon. 
this one because it, it just I just feel like they really really lacked creativity. Like the coolest Pokemon I've seen so far are previous generations, <laughs> which is really sad to see. The, uh, the yeah. starting Pokemon are okay looking as they as they age. They're just not that not that cool. It's not that exciting. They're just not that fun. Yeah. It's like yes. I mean the, the game's fun. It's very fun. This is kind of like a dog type thing. <laughs> Well, I had one that was called. It was. It had the name of an inanimate object because it looked like an inanimate object. <laughs> it was like a like table man or some, <laughs> some bullshit. It was just. It was just so stupid. I, I remember Mon, I looked at it. Please. Sorry, yeah, table man. I see what you did there. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool so far. Uh, I've never beaten this one. I I don't know if I will. I've kind of got my fix out of my system for it. Um, every time I want to play a Pokemon game, I play for you know fifteen twenty hours and then I just petering out. I can see that. The, I'm I never very excited for the new Pokemon game. Them. It's actually what kind of motivated me to play this one. The new one, the one that for Switch? Uh, yeah, the RPG one. Oh, so not the one that came out today that's like the fighting game or whatever. No, there's Is it a fighting game? I don't that, think so. There's a new one that came out today. It's called... And it may even be... Hold on, what came out today? Pokemon... Three Pokemon games launch on Nintendo Switch and 3DS. Pokemon Tournament DX... And Pokemon Gold and Silver. DX, I think, is the one that was also on Switch. Pokemon yeah, Pokemon Pokken Tournament DX. I'm pretty sure it's a fighting game. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Pokemon. So that's, no, that's not what you were talking about. I no, there's supposed to be an RPG they're working on. I, I believe. Like, oh yeah, think. yeah, yeah. They announced that. Like, it sounds like it's yeah. pretty far off. But um, yeah, yeah, they did announce that earlier this year. Gotcha. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but mass evacuations as Puerto Rico dam bursts. Holy shit. Yeah, isn't They're that... getting railed. Yeah, it's, it's fucking insane. I was reading a little bit, at it, uh, a little bit about like, it. They earlier. haven't had power for a couple of days now. The whole I, country. I heard that the whole country may not have power for several more months. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was reading about that as well. And apparently they were wow, trying to bust people out of this one area as fast as That's they, what they're doing. That's exactly what I'm could. watching. Yeah. That is so much water. Oh, God, that's so sad. Maybe this will make enough news. Sorry to interrupt. Anyways. Hold on. I'm reading this. There's this thread on Reddit that I pretty much saw as soon as you said it. Somebody, that's what I'm uh, it sounds like somebody is from, that's from there said maybe this will make enough news so people can actually know how fucked we are. There are still municipalities with no communication. The South is still cut off. 15 are dead, but I fear that number would be higher. No power. 95% of communications yeah. are destroyed or cut off. People are underwater in some places, landslides everywhere, infrastructure is a mess, concrete electric poles were knocked down. Yeah, it's this, gonna be uh... It's the whole island is what they all Oh yeah, say. The, it's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Ooh, somebody somebody put a link to a three three sixty photo of the dam. Oh sick. That's what it looks like. That's not a very big dam. Anyways. Yeah, so good luck to anybody who's all those people who are dealing with that shit, that's terrible. Yeah, seriously. That, it's crazy. It's been so, Dude, especially for my work. Oh, Jesus. The, the storms have been horrendous. Oh, I can... Uh, I imagine. So... Anyways. So, yeah, Pokemon. Uh, oh, it, it's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon game. I mean, that that's kind of the, the general thing. There are a couple things that make it better. Very minor things that make it worse, but... What's the most yeah. interesting Pokemon in the game? Ooh, th nothing so far, actually. Not I haven't really? Seen that, I haven't seen anything that's really intrigued me. That sucks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've really, primarily the only Pokemon I've 
captured are ones that had interesting abilities. If I saw an ability that I didn't know, I immediately caught the Pokemon. Like, oh, it could be something interesting or a different type of playstyle. And it's been pretty good to me so far, but most of the Pokemon are just so boring looking. Well, that's like the whole point of a Pokemon game, so it sounds like they sucked at yeah. that one. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I play them every once in a while. They're they're enjoyable for the time. They're they're so exciting at the beginning. Like you're just like, oh, I want to get in this, and you're <laughs> just like, oh, here we go again. I mean, clearly, plenty of people love them. Very true. All right, so Pokey, so it was which ones that you played? Sapphire. I played. Uh, uh, I played Sapphire of Ruby and Sapphire for Game Boy. Okay, Dance. Pokemon Sapphire. All right, so not necessarily a big recommendation on that one. Um, I mean, it, it's a Pokemon game. It's not, it, it's definitely one of the better ones I've played, but oh, is it? it's okay. not leaps and bounds. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a Pokemon game. That, that's my main criticism. Right, is, I understand. You know, you, you know what you're getting into. Um, if you like the Pokemon games and you haven't played this one, it's a, it's a good one. I mean, it, it's definitely fun, but it's not, if you're back and forth, you're like, ah, I kind of want to play a Pokemon game, but I'm not sure. I wouldn't recommend playing any Pokemon game because you're going to stop. stop. <laughs> you heard it here. Okay, well, I played... I've got two games that I can talk about. I wonder if I should save one or go ahead and do both of them. I think we've got time. Maybe I'll go... Because my second one's not going to take that long. So, I, we'll go... Yeah, I don't think either of them are going to take long. So, I'll go ahead and do both of them. Uh, the first one I played is Decap Attack. Do you... Are you familiar with this game? It's a Sega, Gen, it's a Sega Genesis game. It is a side-scrolling platformer. Very basic type you know platformer game sure. kind of pretty gener generic you um are a character named chuck d head and you're a mummy <laughs> that has no head that's your character you were like created by mad scientists or something like that and basically i think i mean as you can imagine the story is very inconsequential but i believe the premise is there's a demon that's coming to take over and then there's just all these bad guys that you have to fight that's basically it so you're a mummy, as I said, with no head, but if you, if you pull up, if you, if you do a search for this, you'll probably be able to see what I'm talking about. The way you have eyes on your chest, and so you have a, like, your character has a face, but it's just not on his head. They just put a face on his chest just so you're not, like, a faceless character. Now, you run around and you can jump on guys, but you also have a sort of like a punch move. But the punch is not just a punch. He doesn't punch people with his fists. He does something that they somehow managed to make not look extremely gruesome. Hold on just a second. I hear my wife choking in the other room. Are you okay? Okay. Sorry. She's still alive. She all right? Yeah. She got, that sounded like, pretty a, rough. It was, she got a chip, like, stuck in her throat. Oh, like a Tostitos? Yeah. Oh, man, I hate that feeling. They have to swallow it and it just shreds your throat. Yeah. Dude, this one time I was sick and I woke up before work and I was trying to gauge if I, if I was going to go to work or not. Uh -huh. And so I was taking, um, oh, shit, Airborne. Have you ever had Airborne before, those little tablets? Yeah, I know. I haven't had it, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, I, I dropped in water and then I did a bunch did a bunch of other medicine and I was walking around and then I chugged it and I thought the tablet would have dissolved in time. It had barely <laughs> been phased. So I swallowed it. I didn't realize it. And it got lodged. Like, oh, is it like huge down. or something? Oh yeah. It's like, it's like the size of like a half dollar and the width of maybe like 
a third of an inch or something. Oh, so is it kind of like an Alka-Seltzer? Yeah, yeah. It's it's bigger. It's thicker. <laughs> they're thicker. And they're made of vitamin C, so they don't dissolve as quickly as an Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> so I had to sit there and chug water as this thing is just eating at my fucking throat. So you're trying to, like, dissolve it while it's yeah. in your throat? Oh, yep, damn. That's exactly what I had to do. It hurt. Like, I, I had this, this burning vitamin C feeling on the inside of my throat for, like, four or five hours. It was so bad. I thought I was going to die. Like, I, I was actually like, I was like, holy shit, if I move this thing wrong, I'm going to choke and die. Damn. Holy shit. I know. It was bad. I'm glad you didn't die. Yeah, me too. Maybe I am dead. Zach, am I dead? Maybe we all Fuck. are. We would Zach. never know. You're dead. You're dead. Oh, good. He thinks we're ghosts. <laughs> okay. So, I played decap attack. Oh, yeah. So, I think you already talked about this. So, this punch move, this punch move that he does... It's not actually a punch. This is the best way I can describe it. What happens is your fa- your the fake face that you have on your chest just protrudes from your chest, like all, like this fleshiness. That's your weapon. That's your weapon. You're, this like fleshy blob of meat just protrudes from your chest, and it's like your face is still on the end of it. So it just like goes, and it it doesn't go that far. It goes out, you know, about as far as a punch would. And that's what you hit guys with. It's real. Just if you look it up in a video, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's it doesn't. It somehow doesn't look that strange in the game. But like, just if you think about what is actually going on, then you start to realize. You start to ask a bunch of questions. Like, what the fuck is like? Why is this? Because you have arms. Why doesn't he just actually literally punch people? But I'm (laughs) I'm I'm glad that he doesn't because it's very funny. But I don't understand why. So you walk around punching people with your face or jump it. You can also jump on them and that hurts them also. And it's just various levels. Again, they're platforming levels. There's, you know, different types of bad guys or some guys that fly. There's some of these little guys that they, that they have little hats that have arrows and the, um, the hats shoot the arrows at you. Oh, and then, cool. yeah. And then there's some like swimming parts and then there's some just people some bad guys that sort of just jump at you and you just got to, you know, jump on top of them at the right time. Nothing particularly innovative. Uh, you can find skull like, so the, throughout the levels, there are these, um, I guess you'd call them little tiki statues and, or totem poles or something like that. <clears throat> and you punch those and, and some of them have power ups in them. So some of them have different potions and some of them, sometimes you'll get a skull and when you have a skull, then he actually puts the skull on his head. So you sort of kind of have a head uh, when sure. you do that. And when you press the attack button, instead of punching, he throws the skull. And the skull, like, shoots across the screen. And it'll hit anything in its path until it hits a wall or gets to the end of the screen. And then after a second or two, then it flies back to you, sort of like boomerang wow. style. So it's really good to have the skull, but it's kind of like... Mario, when you get the flower, as soon as you get hit once, then the, then the skull goes away. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah. So you do, but uh, aside from that, you do have health. It's not just if you get hit after that once, then you're dead. Like Mario, you do have a little bit of health. You can get hit like four times or something like that. And um, all the levels, I mean, there are different themes. Some of them are more kind of like lava levels, and some of them are more kind of like jungly. But there's not much difference in the gameplay on each level. Some of them, there are a couple where you have to go like underwater, for instance. Some of them are a little bit more vertical where you're kind of climbing most of the level. 
But generally, you're doing the same thing uh, every level. Let's see. There are... So the potions that you get... As I said, some of the, you can get potions by busting up these little statues throughout the, every level. And there are four or five or six different potions or something along those lines. The way you use the potions is very clumsy. So you have to go into... You have to pause it and go into your inventory. And it shows you all of the different potions you have. As, as I said, there are five or six different ones in the game. It's got all, it's got pictures of all of them in your inventory. And then it's got a number that shows you how many you have, but it doesn't say what they do or what they're called. What you have to do is select the one that you want to either use or find out what it is. Press a button. Then you get an option to either use it or ask your scientist that created you um, to tell you what it does. And that's just like, there's, it's, there, it's not a roguelike thing where the potions change every time. It's just, the green one always does this, the blue one always does this, but we're not going to tell you what they are. You have to go through like two menu systems to find out what they are if you don't remember what they do. So that's, that's really weird. They couldn't just name them or something like that or have a description pop up when you hover over them. You have to select them, then, then say, tell me what this does, and then the guy will tell you what, they, uh, what that potion does. And of course, if that's not the one that you were looking for, then you got to keep doing it until you find the right one. A very clumsy way of handling that, I think. Uh, and then, obviously, if you want to use it, then you just press the button that says, I want to use this. And then, you know, some of them will make you, make you know, give you more powerful attacks or make you invincible for a few seconds. Or some of them are sp specifically only let you attack the, the bosses uh, more powerfully. And then some of them make you jump higher, just things like that. As I said, there's there's not very many of them. In the th In the third level of each world, there's a boss fight. But also on the third level, before you can actually uh, fight the boss, you have to find a specific potion that'll let you complete that level. So that gets a little bit tedious because a lot of the levels are sort of like um, Sonic the Hedgehog where you can go through the level and not necessarily see anything depending on sort of what path you take. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, yeah. it's not like Mario where you go through the level and you've basically seen everything there is to see unless you know there's something kind of hidden. There are... You can kind of go take the higher ground or go a little bit lower. And, you know, there are some little corners that you might kind of not really necessarily go into. Or, you know, even all the tiki little uh, or all the little totem poles, you might not smash every single one of those. So in the third level, if you don't find this one specific potion, then you have to go back and kind of search around until you eventually find it before it'll let you fight the boss. It's kind of uh, pointless. Like, there's nothing, you know, like, why? Why do I have to do this? It's, it doesn't really add anything to the game. It's not very fun to just go back and, you know, smash up totem poles until you find this one specific thing that you were looking for. It It's never, it's not too bad because it doesn't take like, it doesn't take very long. But again, it just kind of messes up with the flow of the, uh, the, flow of the game and doesn't add anything to it. So that was kind of dumb. But it doesn't kill the game or anything. Uh, the controls are pretty good. The game's, I feel like the game is very responsive for the most part, except for when you walk off the edge of anything. So say you walk off, say you're on a platform or something and you want to just walk off and land on the ground below you. If you do it without jumping off and you just walk off, then your guy like does this thing kind of like Looney Tunes style where he walks off the edge and then sort of like starts waving his feet really fast. Like, Oh shit. I just, I just slipped off the edge, but he like hovers there for a few seconds and he does this little foot shake thing like four or five times and it takes him 
three or four seconds to actually fall off the edge. So it's kind of, it's, I mean, it's a funny little animation, but it's really annoying if you just want to get through the, you know, if you're just trying to get through the level, especially if there's a bad guy coming at you and your guy is just sitting there floating in the air because you walked off the edge instead of, instead of jumping off the edge of this platform. So that was another kind of weird thing. Overall, the game, it's not bad, but I don't think it's worth seeking out. Uh, I think the whole, I remember when this game came out and I think the whole, hook of it was supposed to be like oh yeah you're this decapitated mummy isn't that cool and that's basically <laughs> like <laughs> that was the whole hook that was the whole hook. show me the game no no, no, no you're good just just go ahead uh but yeah it's not it's definitely not bad at all but again nothing really stands out about it as as being very good there are a million platformers that you could have a better time with even though there's nothing particularly wrong with this one so Decapitech, it was, you know, it was all right. C plus? Yeah, we'll give it a C plus. I think that's fair. Other game I played, and I played this one a little while back, and I've kind of been waiting for the right time to uh, talk about it. I figured this is a good one. I played Morrowind. Oh, the, wait, which one? Uh, there's only I'll just one go three Morrowind? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I always mix that up. That's awesome. That's a great game. Yeah, well... I can understand that. I at, the, remember, at the time, sorry, let me rephrase it. Okay. It was a great game at the time. No, no, no. I, be- I believe that in many ways, this is still a great game. Yes. But I there do are not like it. some issues that I cannot go back. I've tried playing it again. <laughs> I remember when this game came out, I was so, I didn't, as you know, I was never really a big RPG person. But when Morrowind came out, I was reading about this. I was reading reviews about it, about how awesome it was, how it's so, you know, you can do basically anything you want in the world. You can create, you can like customize your character any way you want. I was like, this sounds so badass. I bought it. It sounds too good to be true when you hear it. Yeah, it does. It's like a, um, what's the guy's name? Oh shit. Um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, who did Fable and, oh, you know, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's, it's kind of like that, but except this one pretty much delivered on everything that it promised. Um, God, the, the intro music for that game gets me going every time. Oh, does it? I, it's funny. I, I don't love even the intro music for that one. That one's it's so good. So, um, the premise of Morrowind, it's an open world RPG. Uh, it's an Elder Scrolls game. This is... I don't know anything about the first two Elder Scrolls games. Do you? Neither do I, actually. Not really, no. I mean, I feel like this is the first one where it was where it really kind of like where the series sort of blew up. Would that, do you think that's safe to I, say? I think so as well, because this is about the time that I got involved, actually, was, okay. was uh, Morrowind. Um, I've seen screenshots of two, uh, I believe, believe two and one, maybe just two. I'm trying to remember specifically. I know they have different names. So this is like the precursor, of course, to Oblivion and Skyrim. So it's that type of game. It's a lot more limited in a bunch of ways. But at the same time, there are plenty of people who very strongly believe that this is better than any of those. I, I and, like the pu- punishing aspect of it for sure. Yeah. Well, okay. What, what do you exactly – go ahead. What, what, what exactly so I remember the weapon skill was, was one of the things that was very very frustrating about the game. But – one thing that I did like about the, the the weapon skill, so basically in the game when you when you pick up a weapon for the first time, you will miss for the first two hundred swings or something ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Which 
especially with bows in particular, it becomes very annoying because you only have limited arrows, and arrows are, are relatively scarce in that one. And I don't think you can recover arrows from corpses in that one, if I'm not mistaken. Oh gosh, I don't I don't know. I didn't use sure any I don't think I used any arrows when when I played. Um so kind of the whole hook of it is first of all, this was very open world when this when the open world concept was sort of just kind of emerging. Also, they really made a big deal about how much you could customize your character. Not just I hit random. <laughs> Did you really? I, I don't do characters. I get so bored. Oh man, I I'm the kind of person who spends like way too much time figuring out exactly what I want my character to be like and to look like. You know, even the stuff that doesn't matter, like right. the way he looks and all that. Um, you pick your race, you pick your class, you pick again, you know, like your facial features and physical features and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, your specific some of your specific abilities and stats, of course, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I think in the first one it, it's more impactful than the rest of them. Uh, the first one meaning Morrowind. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, probably. And, so. and again, this was when a lot of games did not do that, especially not to the extent that Morrowind did it, the, 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 as far as the detail you could go in customizing your character. God, now you make me want to play that. <laughs> so that is what most attracted me to it, and I think that's one of the big things that people really like about this game. Another one is... That you can kind of do whatever you you can kind of do whatever you want and be whatever you want in the game. You can kind of just go around and and find, you know, you can join a thieves guild or you know, for instance, and go around and just thieving. You, you don't even have to worry about the main quest. You can just go to towns, steal stuff from people, take it back home, and you know, decorate your house with it or spend the money on whatever the hell you want to spend it on. Or you can be an assassin if you want and get uh, go find contracts to go kill people and find people around you know various cities that. That have a that have a bounty on their head, kill them and get paid for that. Or you can, you know, of course, you can be a more heroic character. You can be chaotic, and all the towns have guards. So if they catch you doing something illegal, and they're super strong. Yeah, they're super strong. Eventually, uh, my understanding is you can you get to the point where they're, or you can get to the point to where they're really not that big of a deal anymore. Especially but when you kill one of them and take their armor. Because <laughs> yeah, their armor imagine. is so good. But when you first start off, yeah, you, there's nothing you can do against them. If they're attacking you, you're dead. Uh, oh, or yeah. they'll throw you in jail and you have to, I think, what is it? You have to pay a certain amount of money to get out or something yep, along those something lines. Like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, so it's cool because they have all these things where you don't just, where, where it, they have, it has consequences. So you can be a thief, but if you get caught, you know, there are going to be consequences to that. Or you can be kind of more of a law-abiding citizen and you don't have to worry about the guards because you're, you know, you got nothing... You know, there's, yeah. there's and no I want to play this game. I've been playing Skyrim recently. <laughs> it's so, so funny fun. that I'm making you that like I didn't really enjoy the game, but I'm the way I'm describing it is making so, you want to play it. So, quality of life things I remember specifically. Weapon, the weapon bullshit. Um, quality of you can't fast travel. You have to no. take public transportation, which is those big ass bugs. If if there and is it's expensive, if, if and they it's offer expensive. it to where you're going, questing doesn't tell you where to go. It gives you a no. general idea of where to go, which actually I <laughs> like a lot. I, I like that hunt and find type thing. That's one of the things I really appreciate about the earlier I, stages of WoW. I do like, like yeah. I do like that too, but I wish they had done a better job of giving you directions to places. I agree with that. If it's done well, I definitely like it. Um, another thing is how fucking slow you walk. <laughs> yeah. and you it get is... fucking acrobatics and walking skills you... oh, <laughs> yeah you get yeah you get acrobatics just to make like it's worth it 
to raise your acrobatic skill just so you walk a tiny bit ah, faster. I'm down in this game. You walk like a fucking turtle in this game. It's insane almost how slow you are. Even when you're running and you use up your stamina in 45 seconds, even that doesn't even help very much. When you run, you barely oh, even yeah, go fast. right. Like that much faster than when you walk. And so that combined with not knowing exactly where to go for your quests, it takes forever to get to someplace. Because even to just level. walking oh, to, to level, to I get to where that. you're going, even if you're just going to another part of the same town that you're in, it can take a few minutes to get there. And then if they send you somewhere else, you're like, all right, let's hop on this trail. And I, you're walking down the trail slow as shit looking for signs and whatever turns that they told you to take and that kind of stuff. Uh, that was eventually what turned me off of the game. So I got just a few quests in. I got to like the first major town and did a few quests. Uh, I, I joined the Thieves Guild and stole a few things and just like yeah. <laughs> went around and sold it to people and got a shitload of money. That was kind of fun. And then that I is went, really fun about it. Stealing that game is super fun. Yeah, so You it have to is. Like, wait for them to go to bed and stuff. Uh-huh. Or, like, there was one where I kind of cheated it, and I didn't think I was supposed to be in range of this stuff. But I was in this shop, and I just kind of, like, stood around the corner while the person was still there. And if I hovered over these, like, chests just right, then they would, uh, then I could steal from them. And I was able to just take stuff out of these chests that was, like, 800 gold each. But, uh, so that's fun. I did one quest where I had to go into some sort of like dungeon type area and find a some object of some sort and take it back to the guy. So that was all right. That was pretty cool. And then I got another quest and they told me, okay, go to this place. You have you have to follow this road here and take this turn and then and then go this way. Uh, once you see you know this stuff and then you'll be in this town. Uh, and so I did it. Of course, it takes twenty minutes to get there, and then I just couldn't find it. And I was walking around. <laughs> Looking, I was like, okay, maybe it's this turn that I didn't take back here. No, that wasn't it. And then I just didn't know where to go. And I spent so much time just walking around that I was just like, I, I'm, I can't, I don't have the willpower to give this game any more of my time. Wow. I, be I believe that it gets much more fun as you level up and become more powerful and maybe a little bit faster at walking. But I just didn't have the patience for it. That's interesting. I can definitely understand that complaint, though, of the game. Like I, I said, a lot of the quality of life things really make a difference. Yeah. And I, again, <laughs> a lot of the stuff I'm, there are a lot of things that I really like about the game that I really think are cool. I do believe that this is a very, very, very good game. I just don't have the patience for it. This is why my argument for Oblivion being the best of the series, um, you have a lot of the quality of life adjustments, but the game is still still has its heart, if that makes sense. Like, it still mm -hmm. feels like the same game. You know, from the little that I've played of Oblivion, I definitely liked it. You know, I would probably, you know, I've played, I played a good amount of Skyrim. I played probably 10 or 15 hours of that, maybe even more. I've, I've played I've more than that even, yeah. I've played probably closer to like four or five of oblivion and i would say also that i think that i liked oblivion the best i i just i felt engrossed by that game i felt like it was actually part of that world like if that makes sense it just yeah 
what is it do you think that it has that that uh, Skyrim lacks? I don't know. I I, I really don't know. I just See, I don't feel know either. more. I, yeah. And there's something about even like Morrowind, even with all the less detail and fewer you know townspeople and stuff. The towns in Morrowind, something about them feels better than the towns in Skyrim. They're cool, aren't they? They're they're very unique. They are cool. And you know what else is cool? Actually, when you're walking around, you know, on one of these quests or whatever, trying to find some place, and then you just randomly come across, like, a big town that you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a huge castle that kind of has a town inside it. And then you can just kind of go wandering around seeing what's in there. It's really cool to find those random things. Like, in Skyrim... You find it's random, every two steps. That's what I was just gonna it's, say. It's every two steps, and the only really random things you find are just dungeons that aren't very. Exciting. And they're not. There's not really exploring in that one because the second you turn your camera, the compass says, "Hey, there's a cave over there. There's a dungeon over there. There's this castle over there." Like you know right. where you're going in in Morrowind, especially with the map. The map is terrible in that game. It, it does yeah. not give you much, <laughs> and it's not revealed at the beginning. Uh, you're yeah. just wandering, and you're like, "Oh shit, this is cool. Oh shit, this is cool. Oh, that's cool." You die. I die a lot in that game, by the way, in the original Morrowind. Oh, the yeah. mobs. There's so many random encounters. Yeah, like the pterodactyls, for instance. I remember those things just being an absolute pain in the ass. Oh, shit. Yeah, I had to deal with some of those, yeah. Yeah. They those come are... in mass numbers, and they spawn super quick. And You run out of arrows, and, well, guess what? You're dead. Yeah. You're definitely not going to outrun them. There is a lot of bugs with that game, though, I've heard. If you, if you make a conjuration spell, I think is what it is, and set the duration of your spell for... I think like zero seconds it lasts indefinitely or something. It's something along that. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, what? How would you rank those three? Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. Um, I would probably say Oblivion. It's tough. I, I would say probably Oblivion, Skyrim, Morrowind. Uh, I, I think Morrowind is a good game, but the quality of life, certain ones. Sure. It just makes it so difficult. I really like Skyrim. I think Skyrim is an absolutely great game, but it doesn't. It doesn't suck me in like Morrowind and Oblivion did. It's a great game, mm-hmm, but it just sure. doesn't pull me in like those do. Yeah, I can understand that. I've been trying to, to create come up with words for this this whole discussion for a long time. Because, you know, I play a lot of old games over playing new games. And people ask me all the time, like, what do I think has changed? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You mean as far as kind of the things that Morrowind has, like the charm that it has? That- I'm talking more of games in general, but... Oh, yeah, okay, I mean, okay. I, I mean, you know, I, I play a lot of Vanilla WoW, and people always ask me, like, why don't you play Retail WoW? What, what is your, you know, your arguments about it? Et cetera, et cetera. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very common topic. I don't know, but it's, it's what I like, and sure. thankfully it's available, generally speaking. Yeah. Something about Skyrim, uh, if, you know, specifically just talking about the Elder Scrolls games, even though, you know, it's got towns with tons of people walking around something about it feels a little bit more automated yeah oh man that's funny it doesn't feel as authentic yeah yeah and i don't know wow that's a very interesting perspective yeah i don't know exactly why maybe it's just because you know it might be because they really make a point for every single character to come up and talk to you and say something whereas you know and it kind of makes it feel like forced yeah. Does that make That's sense? That's funny. Whereas yeah. in Morrowind, they're just kind of walking around doing their own thing. And if you walk up to somebody and, like, bump into them, they might say something. But they're not just oh, going to walk shoot. up and say, like, you know, I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like in Skyrim. May, I, maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head here. Yeah, I, I could see that, actually. But So, 
Again, there's Morrowind. Uh, great game, not for me. Man, I want to play it again. I think I might. You want to play it again? Man, you just to be a lot. You realize that? <laughs> I do. I do. All right. So, uh, top fives. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, top fives for this time is modern or modern-ish games that we would like to play, eight bit or uh, or NES versions of. I think we. Yeah. Oh this yeah. This interesting. This is a very interesting. I, I was struggling with this a little bit, but. <laughs> I, I was at fun. first. I was at first, and eventually I, I came up with a few. And I was like, okay, these I think would be pretty cool to play. I feel like so, you're going to dominate me on this one. We were talking. <laughs> we were. You and I were talking about this before we started recording. And to clarify, well, maybe not to clarify, you asked if something along the lines of, are we imagining just the graphics being 8 bit or even like the memory and the capabilities no, of the more game? More so, mine was. Is the list something we think is realistic? Meaning, can we take any game and just say, how cool would it be if somehow, some guy, some way, some guy made this game into okay. a, an NES title? That was my question. More as these are realistic ideas, and I no, kind no, of no. a mixture of both. That, I think mine's kind of a mixture. Okay. Yeah, I think mine's kind of a mixture too. <laughs> You're gonna love this. So <laughs> let me pull up the old randomizer. We'll see. We'll find out who goes first. All right, I'm going first. Number yep. five, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, man. How the <laughs> hell would that work? I don't know, but I would love to see it. I'm mostly thinking of, like, the imagery, uh, and I would just really like to see that translated to an 8-bit style. Um, <laughs> it would probably be hilarious. But I, that, would be I, scary is the question. I don't think so. I Maybe? Maybe? Very difficult. Probably not, yeah. But either way, I would really like to see it. All right, what about you? Number five. You'll like this one. Ready? Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, really? Hey, I, it's it's one of my realistic ones. I mean, how hard it would it be for them oh. to translate that into something in, in, in the NES world? It would probably oh, be come on. That's not that fucking, bad. Dude, that would be, that would be impossible. You think so? You know how much memory it takes to generate... I'm not saying to be able to generate... A you talk about just graphics? Once again, it doesn't have to be 100% practical. <laughs> I'm just saying, take the essence of it. I, th okay. I think somebody can make it work. I don't know how, but I think it's, I think it's more Ugh. realistic than the rest of mine. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to see that. I, wouldn't, I, would I would not play it at all. I just think it would be interesting <laughs> to see. I mean, especially with the graphics. I mean, the graphics obviously are on a huge reach. No, yeah, definitely <laughs> not. I mean, there it would certainly look much different still, but no. We we both put a scary game on ours. That's funny, actually. How's oh wait? Oh, you're not talking You'll about see. Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Bow, All right, bow, bow. number four, Saints Row the Third. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh man. Oh, we, we thought similarly. Okay. I was thinking this would probably be a side scroller of some sort, hmm. not necessarily an open world thing in any well. Maybe there could be some open world aspects, but definitely not a three dimensional open world. Um, I was yeah, thinking it would have to tra be translated into si a side scroller action. I can give game. you a really good comparison for that here in a few minutes. Okay, all right. <laughs> Better ideas. All right, go ahead with your number four. Number four. Um, I have no idea how this will work, but I, I think it'd be interesting to see if, if the creators could do this. Um, converting any of the Dark Souls over. 
It, it, uh, the graphics oh, nice. obviously make a huge difference, but I yes. think you could at least somehow translate the mechanics. I think it'd be very, very interesting. Um, I think it would be super cool. Yeah, I, I would. I would definitely try it. I, I would be like, "Oh, this is probably really bad," but you just, I don't, you never know what people could do. I think that would be one of the better ones because you could just make it to where. I mean, there are some stu- there are some things that wouldn't really work, but you could just make it. For, you know, first of all, super hard. You could still have big like bad boss like big just badass bosses that are super tough um you could have some sort of kind of you know they don't have permadeath but the corpse run type thing oh man i think the graphics could be really cool yeah i, really I think they could like... be cool they obviously wouldn't be good but they'd be cool yeah yeah i think that would work i'm glad you're in on this one because yeah. i thought it saw this and i was like ooh, this would be kind of cool i think that would be super cool i'm glad okay cool we're, we're actually much closer than I thought we'd be. <laughs> My number three, now this is one that I really do not think would work, is Stellaris, which is Ooh. a uh, grand strategy game. I've talked about it on the podcast a, a good bit when I was playing it back a few months ago. Uh, grand strat- a Paradox Grand Strategy game, a uh, space-themed one where you you have your race, kind of, you know, Kind of like I don't want to say Civ. It's like Europa, Europa Universalis in space, basically, where you're creating your civilization and you can kind of play however you want. You have diplomacy with other nations and all that kind of stuff. You're advancing your species. You're you know you're colonizing other planets, advancing your technology, doing all this stuff. Uh, no fucking way would a Nintendo be able to handle anything like <laughs> this. But it would look cool if they could. I actually um, messed around with the idea of an RTS. But I was like, there's no. <laughs> oh god that would be even worse all right what's your number three number three uh here we go it's scary game i was thinking i was i was amnesia somehow <laughs> amnesia please i would love it that uh that was the example that i used i think when i when you asked really me what, oh yeah, that's funny we were like can you give me an example <laughs> i'm pretty sure i, said I was amnesia. talking to, my brother and i were talking about playing it again this weekend so it made me think of it yeah i think that would i think that would be cool like again if you could figure out a way to make it work uh, yeah, it would, um, I feel like that may kind of work sort of well if you could. It obviously could wouldn't be super scary, but it'd be cool. No, but still, I think they're, I think it would be fairly scary because a lot of that is, you know, knowing that if you come across a bad guy, you can't do anything about it. You're gonna have to run away and hide sure. and just hoping that he doesn't find you wherever you're hiding. Oh, now you're scaring me. <laughs> Dude, it's a scary fucking game. I know. Uh, I think that, you know, I don't think that's such a stretch. Man, right, I actually, I'm really happy right now because I, I thought for sure, I was like, man, these are, <laughs> no, this awesome. is not where we're supposed to be going with these. No, these are good. All right, number two, uh, this is why I agreed with you so hard on Dark Souls is my number two is Dark Souls. Oh, funny. <laughs> funny, I just, funny, funny. Again, I think it would, uh, I think it could work. I think it's probably maybe even the most realistic out of all the ones, like, out of all of these that we've had so far, the, like, the most likely to be able to work in some fashion, mm-hmm. you know? I think uh, I think it's up there. What do you have for number two? Number two, Saints Row, J- a.k.a. GTA no! 2. <laughs> Are you serious? GTA 2, because GTA 2 was a top-down one, so I was thinking <laughs> that they could definitely be done. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! So we both have a scary one. We both have a Saints Row, and we both GTA have Dark Souls. <laughs> All right, number one. I'm gonna go with Darkest Dungeon. 
which is a horror themed RPG. Very good game that came out about uh, I guess about two years ago now. It's really really fun. It's the whole point of the game is that your characters get so like horrified by the things that they see that they go insane and and kind of get out of control and start doing things that that hurt the party. Uh, it's it's really fun and I think that it would. I think it'd be fun to see what it would look like on NES, and I think it would be f- somewhat reasonable to get a game like this running uh, on an 8-bit system. Yeah, I, I definitely think that one's doable. Yeah. All right, last one. Number one, Mario Kart. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is the one that I think is, is definitely doable. I was thinking Excitebike, 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 Mario Kart. That was a... Yeah. It would work. I think I mean, this is definitely doable. I think it'd be fun. Obviously, it'd only be two-player, probably. Um, just a little downgrade from, from the first Mario Kart. It'd be fun as hell. I would play it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'd be fun. We Would it be a uh, one-screen like one screen racing game? Like, yeah, or, I would nice. think so. You think so? Yeah, I would think so. Kind of like Excitebike, yeah. Kind of top-down, where, where you see the whole track at once, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. They had a couple mini-games in Mario Party that... Also, are very similar to it. Um, any uh, honorable mentions? Uh, not really. I had a couple. I was trying to work an MMO into it. Couldn't really find anything that was that <laughs> was reasonable. Obviously, the memory limits really hurt that. But right, not really. I, I couldn't come up with anything that that connected that was interesting other than the ones that I said. I've got a few honorable mentions. I'll only list. Looking back at them now, I think only one of them sure. is very interesting and that would be what what do you think about final fantasy 10 i oh my that actually was on my list originally <laughs> I, I was i was picturing titus with his Holy blonde shit. hair and his little sword i'm like oh, this is so weird this is just final fantasy one <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i guess it more or less is especially the way they like really have exactly. the classes very specific <laughs> yeah good point okay that was a good those are good lists um, yeah, that turned out way better. Than, it's always the list that I think are going to go horribly that end up being some of the best. Yeah. Really funny. It is weird how that happens sometimes. All right, I've got an idea for our next top five. Tell me if you tell me what you think of this. Okay. Uh, I have to consolidate this title somewhat, but the idea I have is games that came out, th- we'll say this year or last year, that we think in... 15 or 20 years from now will be the most well-renowned ones that people wow. look back on as classic games. Wow. That is, that's going to take some thought, but I like it. You want to do it? Sure. Let's do okay, it. Okay. Let's do it. So like it's old, it's brash. Once again, <laughs> once again, for the listeners, games that came out 2016 or 2017 that you think when we look back on them on, on video games, We'll say twenty years from now, which one, which games from these two years will will be the most well, uh, the most well remembered, the most well renowned? And let's even, if you're all right with this, add in to say any game that comes out in the year of 2017. So if there's something coming out later this year that you think will be remembered, okay. even without really doing, I mean, let's just say 2016, 2017, through and through. Okay, that sounds good. I just actually cool. just thought of one for me. Ready for emails? Yes.
We only got one this time. Aw. I know. We'll, we'll be okay, though. I'm offended. It comes in from Chase the Night Cleaner. Woo! Right? Hello, Chase. Can, can, can we get a woo? Come on, give him something. What? I said hello, Chase. Did you not hear me? That's not really good enough. You have to just, like, freak the fuck out. Go nuts. Chase. Chase, you know where it's gone. <laughs> All right. Good evening, gentlemen. Chase the Night Cleaner dialing in for yet another incredible Classic Gaming Podcast episode. What is going down and how is the show playing out so far? Very well. I think this, one, this, this, yeah. this show is going pretty well. Smooth. A, conf a confession for Chase upon his god cloud. I played ActRaiser a lot as a child. Or rather, I played it about once a year in 6-10 to 10 hour marathons to the finish. Damn. Learned a lot about the game, and every time I play it, I end up not even needing to save because I just play it to completion. Holy shit. And I have an unholy confession about that game. I am a cruel and power <laughs> gaming god. I'm, not, I'm a cruel and power gaming god, okay? Hear me out. So the towns you are nurturing have a behind-the-scenes leveling system, and as things get better in your town, the people will build nicer buildings. If you want to get the most out of a town... When you notice that the villagers are building something new or bigger slash better, and if you have run out of space to build, simply use lightning on your own town to eliminate the old buildings. Jeez. Larger buildings mean higher population, which means more worship, which in turn gets you which in turn means you get stronger. Chase the min max god tolerates only maximum worship, and I have regularly raised entire cities to promote the highest tier of growth in that game. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. I never even thought I didn't I didn't realize that they make better buildings as they uh as they progress. It's actually really I didn't smart. Either, actually. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Okay, just a little insight into who I am as a person. Next up, Robert, I have news for you. It is cheaper for me to buy you a guide in the States and mail it to you off Amazon <laughs> than it is to mail the guide that I already own to you from Canada. So, yeah, that is going to happen. Holy shit. Same with Jonathan, who has more than earned his Xenogears strategy guide due, due to his meticulous dedication to the classic, the classic Gaming Podcast. This was on, we had a conversation on Twitter between me and Chase and uh, Jonathan, who does all the things where he, like, lists every time I say the word like and times all of our <laughs> episodes and all that shit. Um, he was saying... Something along the lines of, oh, man, I loved uh, Xenogears. So uh, I told Chase to send um, Jonathan the Xenogears uh, guide instead of giving it to us. Uh, that's, that's, what he, that's what he was referring to there. Uh, so, <laughs> Chase, uh, don't, please don't put yourself through much trouble to send us these, these guides. Uh, we definitely 100% appreciate it. But if it's a hassle, just do not worry about it, please. Um, he says... That said, I feel like I, I owe everyone else who writes in regularly something as well, but this is turning into a slippery slope, so let's move on. Yes. Don't feel obli obligated to send anybody anything. Next two weeks, books will be in the mail regardless. Uh, thank you, Chase. About, yeah, thank you very much. About Heroes of Might and Magic 3. I remember my friends going crazy over Heroes of Might and Magic. Heroes 2 was my entry into the series, and I spent a lot of time with that game. Needless to say, no, Jay, the uh, Heroes series, that's the, like the strategy 
Yeah, that's the RTS right? style-ish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, when three, uh, it's it's turn-based actually, isn't it? Or is it? Yeah, it's turn-based. Okay. Needless to say, when three came out, everyone in my gaming group of friends was really excited. I don't talk much about Heroes of Might and Magic three, even though I would argue that it is one of the best entries in the franchise, because that game. Oh, you think so too? Heroes, here, are we talking about Heroes of Three? Correct, the one the RTS style. Yeah, three. Absolutely, it's it's the best of that series, and I think it's one of the best of Might and Magic overall. It's so good. It's just such okay, a great awesome. game. Uh, where where we go? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't talk much about Heroes of Might and Magic Three, even though I'd argue it's one of the best in the franchise, because that game intersects with a bad personal time in my life. Which brings me to my question of the day: Have you ever had something in your life ruin a game for you, and now you can't really go back to that game, no matter how good it is? You don't have to go into details on what happened, but I, but I do find it very interesting <laughs> that our personal lives can have a direct impact on how we observe and interact with the game, and ultimately how we remember it. Don't let this get too wow. heavy. But the fans do love it when you guys are being real. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. I'm trying to think. I know I've had experiences, but it's hard to. So explain it again. So it's it's something that happened in something... real life that affected your opinion of a game, essentially. Yeah, basically that made particularly particularly that made you not like the game, even though you know the game may have been fine, but you had a, some sort of personal experience that made you not really be able to. Enjoy it. That's tough. The only thing I can um, think of is specific developers. If if I like a game, and there are certain oh, developers sure. that I really don't like, it will impact the way I feel about games going into it, and and maybe like midway through. Because usually, if you if you go into it with a negative attitude, you'll spot every issue with the game, and it'll just create a negative negative view of games. Specifically, I'm talking about Assassin's Creed, <laughs> the new ones. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I wanted to do those games like, oh, let's see how many bugs I can find. And then it was like, I found more bugs than I ever wanted to. And just, it really ruined the experience for me. Yeah. That's I not just me. But yeah. I don't, there's nothing that I can think of like this. I, I'm trying to think of something else, but the, yeah, I, I know I've had, ex I know I'm going to think of one afterwards. If I do, I'll post it on Twitter. The only <laughs> thing, <laughs> the only thing that comes to mind that's kind of like this is, when I would play, uh, say, uh, Joe Montana football, basically any, like, sports game, I think mostly when I played with my dad, it was uh, Joe Montana football that we would play. Sometimes he would get so frustrated with, like, the game itself that it became not fun to play with him anymore because he would start yelling about, like, how, I pressed the pass button and he didn't throw the he didn't <laughs> pass the ball. Like, and, That's like a good a freaking, one. That's a like very a good one. He would act like a 15-year-old playing the game the way he would, like, he would actually literally get mad because he pressed A and he didn't throw the ball or, you know, stupid stuff like that. Or, like, why did my guy, why didn't he run? How did he get tackled? Why didn't he tackle this? And it actually made it to where it was, like, became not fun to play with him anymore. And finally, like, I think he, like, realized, like, how stupid he was being one time. He was like... Sorry, that really doesn't. That really makes it not fun when I when I get angry at the game, doesn't it? And I was like, "Yeah, dude." That's a that's a very good. This actually brings up. This wasn't my experience. This was my younger brother, but my older brother was a very sore loser. He just anytime he just did not lose gracefully. And what him and my younger brother would play a lot of Mario Party. I think I've talked about this before, but he uh, the one time my little brother was gonna win. This is like one of the only times ever. Cause there, there's oh, a, you there's, did talk about yeah. Yeah, there's like a ten year age gap between them. 
And right when he was about to win, he reset the game. My little brother started crying. It was like <laughs> at that point, I was like, "I'm never playing. I'm never playing this game with him ever again." <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, he says, and that's it for me, gentlemen. As always, it's a pleasure. You're doing an amazing job, and each new episode has been really enjoyable. Thanks for all that you do. Thank you, Chase. Thanks, Chase. Um. Oh, okay. Real quick, going back to our randomizer thing. So. Jay, you're playing Mr. Nuts. Yep. I am playing. I went and redid the. I started off with C, with the C's in. Uh, I started over with the C's in PlayStation One games, and I ended up with a game called Clock Tower. So I'm going to be playing Clock Tower for. Oh, cool! That's a scary. Um, do, have, do you know about this game? It, yeah, on the cover, there's a guy with a big ass pair of scissors in front of a windmill. If I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, I played I, it a very long time ago. Oh, have you really? Yeah, it was. I played it when it first. My my uh, friend and I we bought it, and we had to hide it from his parents because he would they would have. <laughs> oh really? That's I scared hilarious. the crap out of both of us. I wish they would have confiscated it. Oh, that's awesome! Is it? Do you think it's actually scary, or is it just because you were little? No, very young. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um. This says like I pulled up the Wikipedia page just to get the uh, basic information. It was made in 1996 or came out in 1996. Wow, that's way um, off. Actually, no, I was a, dead on. Holy crap. Sorry. It's a, um, it says it's a survival horror point-and-click adventure game. Man, uh, I do not remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. So, this should be really interesting. This may even be better than Mr. Nuts. Who knows? Do you remember if it was, if you liked it? Do you remember if it was good? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I couldn't. T- if you show me the game, I, I, it would be as if I've seen it for the first time. Okay. I, it's been so long. I just remember being scared of the game. I had to well, hide the, the, the case for it because the cover is so scary. <laughs> the cover scared you? Like, I mean, I literally said exactly scissors? what it is without seeing it in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. So we'll see how these go. Again, let's try to time these to where we both uh, will talk about them on the same episode, but we'll put them off a little while so we have plenty of time to, to Clock Tower to play and stuff. Nuts, you said? Mr. Nuts. It's Mr. Nuts. Mr. Nuts. Nuts is spelled with a Z. Current gaming subcast real quick. Have you been playing any new stuff? I played a bit of Skyrim uh, again. but Oh, really? Uh, Skyrim. Yeah, that's, that's what you made me want to play. I, I got the craving to play it. I enjoy Skyrim, but it just I always get really bored of it after a short amount of time uh i actually haven't really been playing too much i played a lot of that pokemon game probably like 15 20 hours i would say um yeah that's that's oh the oh sapphire yeah and that's been about it for you yeah absolutely um i've been playing what do i have oh yeah i've been playing um mario and rabbids a little bit more oh yeah you still liking it yeah it's still really good actually it actually gets pretty tough too um, and, uh, I also finally finished, I, I played, the, I started playing this game a few months ago and then I stopped mostly because there were some other games that I wanted to play. And then I finally decided to go back and finish this one. It's Soma, which came out like, I feel like almost three years ago now, maybe more like two. It's made by, it's a PC game. It's, uh, kind of like a walking simulator type game with, with like some light puzzles. It's made by the, by the people who made uh, amnesia. Oh, wow. So it's that type of game where you're going around and there's not like a whole lot going on, but there are like, you know, like light puzzles here and there. 
uh, and it's more about kind of the story and the survival aspect of it than it is about, you know, any sort of action and stuff like that. It is, uh, uh, I, I would classify it as a horror game. It's not, it's not half as scary as Amnesia is, but there are definitely parts that kind of freak me the fuck out. The whole premise of the game is you, you go in uh, to get your brain scanned and it's kind of this experimental brain scan that they're doing. You, I think you were in a car accident or something along those lines and they're scanning your brain and trying to, it's, it's partly experimental and it's part of your therapy as well. And so you sit in the seat and they scan your brain and you wake up and you are something like 150 years in the future in some underwater uh, laboratory. And I don't want to, I'm trying to not spoil too, this, none of that, I haven't spoiled anything yet. I don't want to spoil too much, but there's no one else there in the laboratory. There's a lot of scary shit going on. And eventually you have to, you're, you're, you come up with, something comes up that you want to do and you, you don't necessarily have to, but your character kind of like, okay, yeah, I want to do this. And you end up having to kind of go from, there are all these other different stations in this big uh, underwater complex that you're in. And you're going, trying to find your way to these other stations so you can uh, accomplish this task that you're trying to do. I'm try, I'm be, I know I'm being very vague, but I'm trying not to give much away. And uh, I, think, I think we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, again, it is a horror game. So while you're walking through these essentially abandoned uh, underwater like research stations, there's some super scary shit that, that goes on. Uh, some of it is in the vein of amnesia type stuff. Some of it's a little bit different. It's uh, it's it's pretty science fiction-y. I, I, I would say it, it is a science fiction horror game. So, uh, and, and that's kind of all, all I'll say with that. It's a science fiction horror game along the lines of amnesia. Uh, of course, amnesia was not science fiction at all, but it's that same sort of gameplay and uh, it's got some, it's got really good storytelling. It's got some very scary parts. And overall, I'd say it was a very good game. People were really, really freaking out about this game. Uh, people who like this type of game really, really liked this game when it came out. I don't feel like I love it as much as most of them did, but... I still really, really had a good time with it. It's also a good bit longer than I thought. It's like a 20-hour game. Oh, wow. Where, yeah, I thought it was going to be more along the lines of like 8 or 10 hours. But, golly, like I got that much through, you know, before I kind of paused with it for a while. And then I came back and I was playing it. And I just and it just kept, just like kept going on. Like it may have been able to be a little bit shorter than it was. But at the same time, I don't feel like there was any part... There were maybe a few parts, I'd say, actually, where, where it got a little bit boring, where I felt like I was kind of doing stuff just to have something to do, you know? Uh, but for the most part, I feel like it is paced pretty well, even though it's maybe a little bit longer than it needs to be. But, like, the last day that I was playing this, I was like, all right, I'm so close. I'm, I'm just going to play it until I beat it now. And I probably played it, like, four more hours just that one day because I didn't realize how far away from the end I still was. But... Really cool game. If if this if you like this type of game, if if what I've explained sounds interesting, then you will probably like Soma. No matter even with how vague it is, <laughs> even, even with how vague I've been. If this vague <laughs> idea sounds good to you, if that vague idea sounds good to you, exactly, then you'll probably like it. 
Uh, that's all I've got. Cool. I think that's a wrap. R.I.P. 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 The Classic Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Classic Gamescast. Send us emails, most importantly. Mail, mail at ClassicGamingPodcast.com. Oh, shit. You know what? We do have one more email from me. Oh, I forgot. To ourselves. This means I automatically win the contest. No, that's not fair. I forgot. You didn't remind me. You set me up for failure. It's not my job. Yes, it is. Aw. Should we? Should I, I go ahead and do this or? No, I think you should wait. Wait. Yeah. Okay, but I get so I get one. So the idea is that we're supposed to vote, or the listeners are supposed to vote, and who's better, and then that we win some of this shit from. Okay. Um, Let's Chase. do it. Let's do it next time. I'm putting it in the notes here, so I remember. Okay, we'll do it next time. But I get one my extra apologies. vote. My bad. I get one bonus vote for being Damn. on time. I I did not think I was forgetting anything. That's funny. Uh yeah, so we're supposed to email ourselves per. Chase the Night Cleaner's request, and that's going to be the... I have started mine, and I'm actually really happy, so... Um, we also still need to... Sometimes we still need to play um, Duck Game. Um, okay, let's talk after this. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. It'll, it'll have to be sometime after I get moved back into my office, because right now my okay, main computer... <laughs> my main computer okay, does so not So let me know it. when you're, you're back up and running. In That'll middle. be like a month or okay. so. <laughs> but yeah, we'll figure that out. Anyway, well, okay, we'll go back to the self-emails uh, next time then. Anyway, mail us at mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. Follow us, leave us iTunes reviews, and... Um, and then do whatever else you want after you've done those things. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Go do you. Enjoy your weekend. It's Friday. Go do you. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back in two weeks. <laughs>